we still have sales. It's still a seller's market. It may take you a little bit longer. It's not going to happen in two days like it did two years ago, but sales are still happening. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. Spilling the tea with Amy every Wednesday. You have no makeup, Amy, this week, so, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so welcome, 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 everybody. I'm so excited about this week. Oh, Brian's in here, Kim. Good. And I know we'll have some others pop on. So if you're here live, ask questions as always in the chat. Mike's coming in now, um, which is awesome. So if you're here live, ask questions in the chat along the way. If you are catching this on the replay, welcome to the replay. Um, and we have this, if you listen to this and you want to hear it over and over again, because I know you're going to want to, um, Anywhere you get your favorite podcast, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, that's where we, that's where Agent Power Huddle lives. Um, and we have a great, we bring you a great topic every single Wednesday. All right. Today, though, I have a special guest I'm so excited about. She agreed to hang out with us today and talk to us about building your business through community education, which she does an amazing job of doing. And this is Tisha Curry. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Amy, I am just so honored to be spending some time with you. And um, I'm excited that we're going to talk a little bit about social media because we met each other one time uh, in Florida, Texas. I can't remember exactly where we were. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, where did I meet you? I know social yeah, media, it was, where did it was, I meet you in the flesh? <laughs> we met in Texas. Uh, oh. I think San Antonio at a conference, a real estate conference. It had to be 2018 or 19. It was. Yeah, it, was. it had to be. And I think we were already engaged in social media for a little on social media for a little while before that. Like we were we were communicating that way. I think so. So we met in passing. Like we didn't really sit down and have a conversation prior to, and we just kind of were following each other on social media. And you had gone on a journey that I wanted to learn more about. And that is the environment that we really got to know each other a little bit better. And that was personal. So That's true. That, that was, was my that was my weight loss journey for me. So yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> and I joined you right a little bit later in in that process. So um, I it's it's just been amazing an amazing adventure. Um, Might I say we were already fabulous, but now we're we more were we just now we're more now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So. so so let's get a little background. How long have you been in real estate? Tell me a little bit about you. So I have been in real estate. I got my license in 2005. Um, and I dabbled for a very long time before I really kind of got serious about it. And in 2015, I got my master's degree in real estate um, and my broker's license at the same time. And I started teaching real estate at Georgia State University, started teaching um, real estate principles to undergraduate students. Mm -hmm. um, and in my company, I'm in the top 20% and started teaching some classes uh, in, in our market center. And I really kind of feel like that's where my passion lies. 
And I kind of feel like I do more educating than I do actual selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I wanted to find as, you know, the market was changing and I was changing. I wanted um, my business to be more in alignment with who I am. And so for a short while, I did a lot of business working with expired listings and following that that program. And I knew that at the time, my database was not giving me what I wanted. So I needed to, to do some things a little bit differently. And so I started teaching about that process. Um, and my mom would tell you that she thinks I should have been, you know, a teacher as my profession. I kind of think I, I still am. What I did learn is that academia is not for me. Um, but with my clients, one of the things I love to do the most is to educate them. And so um, as I'm shifting, my life is shifting, my business was shifting. I decided I wanted to just educate my community more about what was happening. I saw some things, especially in, in my community, that uh, we had a lot of iBuyers coming in. We had a lot of um, situations happening where people were maybe making mistakes in real estate simply because they they didn't know. Um, and they would call me after the fact and wish I had known and so on and so forth. So I just kind of decided that I wanted to be uh, kind of a, a voice, right? And and to talk about what I was, what was happening in the community. So I partnered with some other professionals. Um, one of them is an estate attorney. And we kind of just sat down and we hammered out Hey, if we were going to build our business, both of us, we both have very different businesses, but if we were going to build our business and provide a good service to our community, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. And so we did a mastermind back in the fall um, and kind of scheduled out how, what is this going to look like? So we decided that we were going to do an online educational event, an online educational event, an in-person educational event. And we've been doing a lot of cross marketing. And so um, what what I decided was that I was going to focus on community education. I have a a community Facebook page that is focused uh, specifically on the market that I live in. Mm -hmm. And what we do in that page is three times a day, we post about what's happening in our neighborhood. We we, um, post about current events. We invite people out to um, chamber events that we just have decided that our page is really about the things that we love about our community. And one of the other tools that we have used um, is nextdoor.com. And we are able to do that same thing um, with social media. So we spend time on a consistent basis where we're posting at least three times a day what's happening in our community. In between some of that, um, every week I post about what is happening in the market. So I post the first week is my my zip code, the zip code that I farm. Then the next week is the town that I live in. Then the next week is what's happening in Metro Atlanta, which is where I live. And then the next week is what's happening in the state of Georgia. And so as the market was shifting, it was a couple of things for me is that I it held me accountable to really understanding what's happening in the market from month to month, but also kind of 
dispelling myths about, you know, we saw the sky was falling and this was happening and prices were going down and interest rates were going up. I just really kind of wanted it to be a safe space where I was clearly identifying what was happening in the market, educating myself and then educating my community. Okay. That's amazing. You are a great example of something we talk about all the time. What we talk about is everything works, but you have to find what works for you. And what I heard you say is I'm an educator at heart and I love to educate, but I don't know that academia is really where I want to be doing it. I can do it here because I, you have this experience in real estate like no other. Like no other, you could teach it at the at the university level, right? So to be taking that and shifting that into your business to help your business thrive and grow and through helping the community, which you love to do. I think that's amazing. Thank you. So let's talk about your strategy because I it's very interesting. And I think it's more detailed than most of our strategies, right? Because we may, some of us may be posting market updates on our social media, for example, but we may not necessarily be doing that in a group or on next door. And we certainly may not have a week by week plan strategy, which is really unique because you know what you need to do each week, right? So you have time to prep for that. And I know that you are just posting on those market updates, at least on your social media, because I see them. So, and I, and by the way, they're video folks, they're video. <laughs> she gets on the video. <laughs> Let me talk about her too. So let's talk, let's break it down. Yeah, go ahead. It took me two years to get on video. Like I knew I needed to do it, but I didn't want to do it. And I couldn't get past myself for a very long time. I'm going to say, why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I, ego, I guess. I mean, and I was making it about me rather than um, the service that I was providing. And so kind of once I got past myself and could say, um, how do I want to be different? Um, part of it too is... Um, I have been embracing my gray hair. Um, so I've had a shift in life. And I'm like, you know, I have kind of this unique thing going on with, with my look, with my hair. And I wanted to be able to embrace that transition. And so I have many people who come to me now saying, I know you. And I don't think it's me necessarily, but I do think that I have a look maybe that everybody doesn't. Um, yeah. So yeah, it 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 was... It's very consistent and, and that's happened over time. So I will say I do have a virtual assistant and he's amazing, um, but it has been trial and error. So I'm going to back up and say what I'm doing, anybody can do no matter where they are in their career. It doesn't matter if you are dual career. It doesn't matter if you're just starting off. It doesn't matter if you've been doing this for a while. It doesn't matter if you're uh, video adverse, you can jump in and do this at, at any point. And so the, the calendar really was trial and error, right? Mm -hmm. Like we knew, and it started with when, when does market information come out? Right. So we know that on the first, we can look back on 30 days in MLS and see what's happened in our zip code in the past 30 days. So the reason why we do the zip code one the first week is because we can get information, that information the quickest, right? And then the following weekend is what's happening in the town that we live in. We can get that from MLS. Well, the Metro Atlanta information and the Georgia information 
come from different sources and they publish later in the month. So once we kind of got a rhythm rhythm with that is, well, we know that we're not going to get that MLS data until around the 16th. Okay, that's great. So that means that the third week that we can go ahead and post that information. So it really did come from trial and error. And what do we have information to first? With regard to nextdoor.com and the community page, the strategy was there's all these different Facebook pages around um, our community. So we have one for the local police department. We've got one for the chamber. We've got one from the sheriff's department. We've got one from parks and recreation. We've got one from uh, what's called like Douglas County happenings where they post, you know, community events. Well, what we kind of decided was why don't we create a one-stop shop where we're able to share that information in one space? And because we have the calendar, which starts off with when we're doing our market updates, what we're able to do is to plug into the calendar when we're going to post what in the community based on the date that it's happening. Now, if you have a Facebook page, it will allow you to schedule those things out. So let's just say for the sake of conversation, every month on the third, we get an email, a local email from what we call Douglas, Douglas County Happenings. And it has really a list of all the things that are happening in the community. But they may have stuff that are happening in June. They may have stuff that are happening in May. Um, and we can plug those, but we're focused more on what's happening next week, what's happening the week following. What that also allows me to do is in my calendar to see what's happening around town where I can be out and social and do lives and report back. So last week we had a state of the county address where we had the commissioners and we had the local business people and we had the economic development authority. Well, I was able to be there and kind of post in real time what's happening in my community, different developments, what's happening in new construction. All of that is in that space. But I was reminded that that event was happening from my posts. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, okay. So let's break it down. So give me an example of your week one. That's your farm area, right? What are you, what kind of things might you be sharing week one? Oh, it's very simple. Um, we have a, a week over week overview and I don't know, Neil, if you're in here, if you can post the link to that in the chat, that would be great. But it's a three-day over a three-month overview. So we'll let's just say for the sake of conversation, we're looking at January, February, March. Mm -hmm. We're looking at median sales price, the number of active listings, the number of solds, and days on the market. Mm -hmm. And then for each of those months, we we list out what is the change. So last month for the, for Atlanta, we saw that there was a 4% increase in the median sales price, right? We saw that days on the market dropped from 88 days to 63 days, right? So what that's telling me is that the spring buying market has picked up. And I can also see that listings have increased, but also so have sales, right? And I'll look to see if I can find that still for you. You might you might have it on your screen as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just something simple, right? I, I wanted to be able to dispel the myth that the sky was falling in the real estate market. And it's like, yeah, we hear that, 
But the data doesn't show that in our market. Right. You talk about it behind the data, which gives you great credibility and you're interpreting what's happening for the community. Exactly. Exactly. Over and above the media and what the media is saying, because what we're hearing from the media is it's not a good time to buy or sell. The values are up. You're losing or the prices are up and your values are down. Your interest rates are double. Well, they're double compared to what? Compared to a blip in a 30 year radar of interest rates. Which exactly. no one's saying. <laughs> or, you know, we were in one of those kind of crazy markets where if you put the house in the market, there were multiple offers in 24 hours and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to be able to say to sellers, we still have sales. It's still a seller's market. You yeah. know, it may take you a little bit longer. It's not going to happen in two days like it did, you know, two years ago. But sales are still happening, Right. Because you and I both know that there's only two reasons why a house won't sell. That's price and condition. So as long as there's activity in the market, Mm -hmm. we know what's happening. And so I'm able to say to sellers as the real estate economists of choice, yeah, that's what the media says, but this is what the data is showing. And I think some of that came from that master's degree and like knowing how to do research. I only thought about it then. It doesn't mean that the data wasn't available to me at that time, but it's simple data that you can pull from the MLS. It comes out in a report every month. All we have to do is look at. I love it. Very good. All right. So that's your week one. What do you now what break down week two for us? What do you do week two? So the only really thing that changes from week to week is which data we're reporting on. For that particular part. So every morning, so let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Every morning, my assistant has some tasks. We start with, I record a birthday video every year. One birthday video that he has a copy of. And every morning he goes into Facebook and he sends the birthday video in Messenger. So every day. Every year it's your birthday. I'm looking back now. I'm seeing that people have gotten three birthday videos for me, four birthday videos for me, where they didn't know me before. They're getting that birthday video consistently. It's very simple. It's less than 30 seconds. Hey, it's Tisha just popping by to say happy birthday to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. That same video goes out to everybody who pops up in Facebook who has a birthday every year. He doesn't work on weekends. So on Monday, if if the birthday was... Saturday or Sunday, he sends a happy belated birthday video. So that's number one. Number two, we look at the calendar and we schedule out three times a day. We post in our local Facebook page what's happening in the community. So community events. So it is. Um, We're having a music festival in two weeks and we had um, bring your children to school after hours for Valentine's Day. It was father daughter day events. It is um, bring your pet for a doggy day out at the local pet center or it's the farmer's market is every Tuesday. It's it's whatever's happening in the community. We just kind of schedule that out. So those same three posts that are in our local Facebook page. It's called For the Love of Douglasville. If anybody wants to come check it out, we put those same posts in nextdoor.com. Got it. 
I don't have a professional nextdoor.com account. Um, in my nextdoor.com account, it says Tisha Curry, comma, realtor. That's it. The other thing that, that uh, my assistant does is he can find like frequently asked questions from AI services like chat GPT or did you know? So for example, did you know that um, 27% of millennials think that uh, buying real estate is a good investment? And there's a picture of me with a question mark that says, did you know? And pretty much that's it. It's, there's not a lot to it. What is happening, though, is that folks are seeing me consistently. And so he's able to batch those FAQs using Canva, right? And creating those. And so he on the calendar, he knows which three things that he's posting. And we've got a spreadsheet now. So looking on the spreadsheet, I can go and say, oh, he posted this FAQ on the For the Love of Douglasville page on this date. And then he posted that FAQ on nextdoor.com on that page. Mm -hmm. And then that same FAQ, I just recorded it with a picture of myself using the same data. And he posted that as a YouTube short on a different day, right? And so we have some data. We're just mixing and matching it. We're not really creating anything new. I love it so much. So how has this, what is the impact you're seeing in your business? Oh. How, do you, how do you know it's making a difference? How do you know it works? When I get the phone call that says, hey, you've been educating the community. I've been watching you for a very long time. Can you come list my house? Mm-hmm. Or hey, I'm thinking about buying a house or I get a message through nextdoor.com. Hey, I'm thinking about buying a house. I don't even know where to start. Can you talk to me? Mm-hmm. What, I, what I decided in my business that I didn't want to chase, I wanted to attract. And what's been happening now is that when they reach out to me, what I know for sure is they want to do business with me because they've gotten to know me. You know, the saying is that people do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? Mm-hmm. And so all I'm doing over and over and over again is saying, here I am. I'm a human. I live here. I work here. May I be of assistance to you? Yeah. And so, I mean, what what you're creating is a parasocial relationship with people that don't know you yet, right? They get to know you over time without that direct interaction. Their interaction is through social media. So you don't feel it. Until they pick up the phone, they send a message, they send a text, they comment on a post, whatever it is, they like or love a post, whatever it is. Um, What's that engagement like? If you see people liking and loving posts or making comments on posts, how are you all handling that? I just engage. I mean, I'm on social media all the time. Uh Um, And so even for our page, um, for the love of Douglasville, we post like welcome our new new members. And when they're engaging or they say, can we get some more information about that? It's me texting back saying, hey, yeah, go to this website or the information you need is here or vendor sites. One thing I'm very, very, very clear about is that I want my site to be peaceful and positive. And so as a result, there are no, we don't allow any political posts. Uh, We don't allow any religious posts. And so the dance with the neighborhood Facebook page is this. I didn't want it to be overtaken by other people's advertisement. However, 
I wanted the the folks in the group to feel like it was their page as well. So every Monday we post, hey, we're if you would like to share information about your business or what you have going on, we allow those posts on Wednesdays. And so my assistant and I will be on Zoom and we'll go through and we'll see, you know, what is appropriate for our group and what's not. And we'll decline some things if they are religious or political or if they have a negative tone. It's it's my page. So I get to decide. The other thing is I don't allow any other realtors to post on my page. Sorry. I just I just I'm going to ask that question because I know that group is thinking like, what about I will will allow them to engage. Right. I'll let them be a part of the group, but I won't let them advertise or anything like that. I just. That's just been personal for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're doing the work to build the community. And so you 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 want to, if there's any going to be any real estate sharing, it's going to be coming from you and your brand. So Absolutely. yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's a great way to manage it. Um, that's awesome. Very good. Um, what have you learned? You've been doing this for a, did I, did I hear you say since the fall in this no, fashion or longer? It, it's been the fall since uh, I partnered with the estate attorney. Okay. The great thing about what happens with the estate attorney and I is that when we do these online webinars, and they're just an hour, sometimes it's just 30 minutes, we're providing content, and the next 30 minutes, it might be Q&A. But what we're able to do when we record that Zoom is we're able to break that up into bite-sized pieces and send snippets of a Q&A or we talked about this or we talk about that and we're able to use that for advertisement for other things. So I guess one of the things that I'm realizing as I get older is I want to know, and in the same is true for me as a real estate investor is what can I do that has worked for me once that will pay me over and over again? And this has been kind of one of those things where you know, I, I got a referral from an agent in New York and she's like, well, um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And I sent her my YouTube link and I sent her my Facebook group. And I'm like, here's what you want to know. And about 10 minutes later, she called me back saying, I think you're the person. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want is to be omnipresent without having to always be present. Mm-hmm. And you know, to prevent from burnout, which can happen often with us, is what are the things that I can do that don't require me to physically be there or to emotionally have to expend myself all the time? That's awesome. So what I've learned is um, it doesn't really matter necessarily who you partner with, and it doesn't really matter what you're talking about, as long as there's a need for the information in the community. If that makes sense. And so we can only talk about, you know, selling real estate or buying real estate so many times. Right. But you reached out to me because there was a subject that you kept seeing me talking about over and over again. That really wasn't my subject, um, but I've been able to share it. And so I've gotten many, many calls for people asking about that particular subject. And Mm -hmm. oh, by the way, can you talk to me about real estate? Right. So. it's been it's been a phenomenal partnership, actually. And we're able to share the kind of the stage and we're able to have a different, you know, conversation and we're able to to draw a larger audience because 
you know, she markets to her database. I market to my database. And you still see my face talking about something that I'm not necessarily an expert in, and that is probate. But at the same time, what I am saying is this is very important information. And if you'd like to hear more about it, please reach out. I'll get you connected. So that's kind of how it's been working. But it could it could be with a landscaper, a lender, an appraiser, or an inspector. It it can be whatever subject that you choose to talk about. It it could be garden club. It could be whatever, whatever your uh, your interest is. I'm just going to say, find your niche, find what you're interested in. So, and tie that into your business. So, and into your community, tie it into your community. They'll naturally know based on what you're sharing, what you do. So, well, you're right. I did reach out to you because I saw you talking a lot about estate planning. And I thought, well, that's going to be another really great topic because I do get questions from our realtor community here about, well, how do you work with estates and how do you get started with that? And if I want to do more of that, how do I do that on a regular basis? Where do I look for that information? So you're coming back in May. I am coming back. In May. <laughs> you're coming back May 24th. Yes. <laughs> And believe it or not, after I meet with you early in the day on the 24th, we actually have a webinar that evening with the estate estate planning attorney. And it's called Don't Give uh, Big Mama's House Away for Keeping Inherited Property in the Family. So I will be taking the lead as the expert in, in that space. Although, you know, the last time the lead was our gerontologist on our team and the time before that was the estate planner. So we've kind of got, we'll sit when we have our powwow. It's going to be like, okay, what's going to be our next topic? What do we want to talk about next? Where else do we want to kind of make our mark, right? And then in June, we'll have an in-person event where we'll be inviting the community out again to have another chat with us. So each of these is an opportunity to advertise, the opportunity to ask people to ask us questions. It's an opportunity to touch somebody uh, who knows I'm in real estate without me asking them to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I mean, it just, to me, it's, it is the, the perfect way. I, you know, honestly, I don't know that I'm that friendly, right? I'm just going to be honest. I'm a very high D. Mm -hmm. So it is my way of kind of inviting people in my space without having to pour myself out to folks. Right. And it it really kind of breaks the ice. Yeah. Very good. I love it so much. Thank you for sharing with us today. I learned a lot um, I know your Tisha's assistant is going to send me some links to the Facebook groups and you have something coming up as well that you want to invite us to. Is that where you're posting now in the group? We'll make sure we get it tied to our um, YouTubes and everything as well. Yeah. But, so next free gift. Week. yeah, next week, next week. So there's a free gift uh, for anyone who's interested. Uh, click on the link and we're, I'm going to talk. I talk a little bit more about uh, the things that we've done to sell millions of dollars in real estate through community education. So there's a video for that. And next Friday morning at 8 a.m. from 8 to 9, we're going to do a free masterclass where we're showing you exactly what we're doing and how we are um, implementing community education to grow our business. So it's free. You're more than welcome to join. I'm going to spell it all out for you exactly what we're going to do next Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link is in the chat.
I'm coming. I'm coming to this. I'm so interested in your process and the way you're rolling it out. So thank you so much for coming in and sharing with all of us today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.